This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. By the way, we got a lot of emails from people who were either really happy with the Adam Wainwright interview or very upset with the Adam Wainwright interview. So I do want to address that and we'll mix in some other emails. You can always email the pod, the Rico B at gmail.com. Samuel Lowenthal write, Met Killers Why? I listened to the first five minutes of the Adam Wainwright interview, and then I turned it off, and I'm vowing to not listen to any more of those Met Killer interviews. And I've got to ask the question, why? Why did you think that was a good idea? (laughs) What am I, as a Mets fan, getting out of this, of all places, on the sacred Rico Bronia? I don't want to hear how good it felt for Adam Wainwright, the silent Shea Stadium. Nor do I need to hear how great or not great Met fans are or anything else he says. All this is doing is bringing back awful memories, like soothing my crying son who didn't want to believe they lost the game. Why would I want to hear from Chase Utley or Chipper Jones or any of these guys who tortured the Mets for years? The whole premise of doing this and on the Rico of all places is beyond my understanding. It's one thing to do the rewatch of a painful loss. You'll dissect the strategy, inning to inning. There's a ton to talk about, notwithstanding the pain of reliving the loss. But the idea of interviewing Met Killers is one I hope you abandon quickly. <laughs> I do. I do appreciate that. Dude, I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate Sam saying that is the worst idea ever, and I will never listen to it. I do. What, I respect what, my favorite, though, from him is, what made you think this was a good idea? It's like I'm talking to my wife. Like, why did you do that? What what made you think that this was a great thought process? But I'm going to tell I you, yeah, I'm going to tell you my thought. Um, and you don't have to agree with it, Sam. I res- totally respect that. My thought is therapy, that this was therapy. And it, it, it felt like that for me. You know, I don't like Adam Wainwright. You know, what happened that night? And I, I obviously the rewatch is coming up. It's our very next episode on Rico Bronia. So if you haven't watched game seven of the 06 NLCS, you can, you should, you don't have to. You could still listen to our pod that's going to drop this weekend. But we we are going to go through what Sam said, the strategy, just a lot of things about it, especially because that's a game I never watched. I was there. So for me, watching it and Joe Bach and Tim McCarver and even Luis Gonzalez, who, if you haven't heard, was the third man in that, like that was a brand new experience for me. I'd never seen that, but I don't like Adam Wainwright. And I thought talking to him and letting out my own frustration and telling him certain things, not just the go F yourself at the beginning, but even saying, Hey, remember when you struck out Jose Valentin in game five BS wasn't a strike. And he seemed a little perturbed by that, by the way, (laughs) his, his retort was 
Tom Glavin got a lot of strikes. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that guy too. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I was about to say that to him, but I was like, he's not going to understand that. And then I'm going to have to explain why I hate Tom Glavin as well, even though he's our guy who was getting, you know, strikes six inches off the plate. But what? Actually, Wainwright's from Georgia. He certainly knows why we don't like Tom Glavin. <laughs> but I thought therapeutic. Now, you don't have to think that, Sam. I respect that. The beautiful thing about the pod is when you see the Met Killer series, don't listen to it. Who will we have next? I don't know. There's a lot of options. I can tell you that right now. And listen, I, I honestly, you said you don't have to listen to uh, Adam Wainwright. You don't have, have to listen to, you don't have to watch the playback. But I'll tell you this much. I would listen to it just because in the Adam Wainwright interview, you talk about like some of the bigger moments in that game seven. And then to rewatch it, it's kind of crazy the process that the, some things go through. And again, we'll get into it more when we do the actual rewatch episode. But I watched the I watched the the game after listening to the Adam Wainwright interview, and it may it was just it pissed me off that much more. So Indeed. maybe you don't, maybe you don't do it. <laughs> Jeff Cohen has more suggestions. He says I've always hated this guy from Philly. You got to get Pat Burlon. He always had a knack for killing the Mets. Uh, yes, Pat Burl was an absolute Met killer. I mean, that is no question. Trust me. He was a killer. His overall, no, I don't even know what they are, but it seems like he had about 57 home runs against the Mets. Ryan Fennel writes, Evan, I love the Wainwright killers pod. He was a great interview, and I really enjoyed the insight he offered on his strategy in the Beltran at bat and also the inspiring story to stay in the big leagues. Keep doing that. Luckily for you, there's no shortage of Met killers. That is unfortunately the case. <laughs> Jim writes, gentlemen, I just got done listening to Adam the Rednecks interview, and it was enjoyable. I enjoy hearing some of his perspective. <laughs> I love how he insults him, and then he's like, yeah, but he was good. A future Met killer should be John Rocker. Thanks. Believe it or not, I actually interviewed John Rocker many years ago in person when I was working at Sirius Radio. and. He didn't like me very much. It did not go. We it did not go very well. <laughs> it did, did not. Did you tell him to go fuck himself? I don't think I ever did. I think I came pretty close. And he had a very attractive girl with him at the time. I don't know if he thought I was hitting on her or something like that. I swear to God, I wasn't. Like I'm going to steal John Rocker's girl. Like is that really a thing? Though that would be awesome. Back in the day, that would have been like the greatest feather in my cap uh sf new york writes thanks what an amazingly great interview that was did a great job but adam has one of those memories where everything is still fresh for him and those kind of people will always be great interviews he is right what i was so curious about because i find it fascinating sometimes with tiki when i ask him do you remember this from your nfl career and there's certain things like yes he remembers then there's certain things he's like he has no idea he doesn't remember it now wainwright's career is obviously more recent he literally just retired, but hearing him break down the Victor Diaz at bat, like that one was actually most fascinating to me because Adam Wainwright made his major league debut against the Mets, as we talked about in 2005. And I don't remember this because Adam Wainwright making his major league debut did not jump out at me late in the 2005 season. But I look back at it, I had a scorecard of it, and I see that Victor Diaz hit a home run off of him. So I knew that. 
and asking Adam and having him break down that whole inning, including Victor Diaz, who he had faced in the minor leagues, was kind of great. I enjoyed that. Uh, Gary Waldman also liked the Adam Wainwright interview. Uh, Zach Zoman Freed. Uh, let's see. Did he like it? Yeah, he likes it. Okay, good. So there's, there's a few people that liked it, other than that guy who said he will never, ever listen again. Uh, there was one letter I got, and I think I posted it on social media because it was so over the top with anger over the Adam Wainwright interview that it really cracked me up, that I felt the need that I had to put it out on social media because it made me laugh. And I'm pulling it up right now so I can read it to all of you. Here it is. <laughs> Just horrible and awful. You humanized him. And that is, from this Met fan's perspective, disgraceful. They are killers. They are mafia hitmen. There are no redeeming qualities. What's next? Are we going to find out that Chase Utley is a good dancer and is kind to small children? Or that Pete Rose helps little old ladies across the street? No, no, no. <laughs> I think that's my favorite one. I think that's my favorite discussion point on it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. But uh, there may be another Met Killer series, I warn you. I warn you. And, and yes, there are many, many options. I think the guy I probably hate the most, if I really thought about it. You know, Chipper Jones is obviously the most legendary Met Killer. Derek Jeter was an incredible Met Killer. I was talking to Beningo the other day, and he told me, he's like, bro, my the number one Met Killer is Jeter. And he's not wrong. When you think about the 2000 World Series and then just the, everything he did to the Mets over the years. But I think the guy I hate the most is Clemens. I do. I think that, you know, you talk about humanizing guys. And Adam Wainwright was a good interview. There's no doubt. He does come across like a good dude. And it's easy to walk away and say, okay, he stuck it to me, but I like him. Roger Clemens, just the thought of him makes me sick. Like, he is a vile person. He threw a freaking bat at Mike Piazza. I can't get over that. It's not steroids. It's not HGH. It's it's not that. I promise you. It's literally that it bothers me to this day that the throwing of the bat at Mike Piazza is just accepted like, well, he thought it was the ball. Like, I've heard people say that to me. And it's like, no, <laughs> he thought it was the ball. He threw a freaking bat at our guy. So that one kills me. That one really, really kills me. I will give this advice uh, before you watch. If you have not watched game seven of the 06 NLCS for our rewatch that we are posting this weekend, and we'll do a podcast breaking that whole game down. I'm going to give you a heads up. I'm going to give you prep time for this in the top of the ninth inning. After Yachty Molina hits the home run, you may catch a young Evan Roberts. I may be there. Now, you may have seen a still shot from the past because I had it as my Twitter avatar for a while, but you may get to see the whole video. And so the game I want you to play, because I didn't know the answer, was when you find young Evan Roberts, if you do, what Met jersey was I wearing? Now, you got to find it, all right? So I'll, I'll put the link out on YouTube. In fact, we'll put the link out on the pod, too. I think it's probably a good idea for when we do the watch the rewatch of game seven of the 2006 NLCS. But in that ninth inning, I'm not going to tell you when, but in that ninth inning, after the pain really, really hits Fox decided to show every fan in that stadium, including myself. I was just some schmuck sitting there and I am sitting there with very long sideburns and very red hair. <laughs> and I'm wearing a Met Jersey. But the question is what Met Jersey am I wearing? The first person to email the correct answer to the Rico B at gmail.com or you know what? Make it better. This will make Pete really happy as a podcast guy. The first person to answer it correctly in the comment section of when you download the podcast. First person. I think I'll give you tickets to one of my, uh, one of my seats for Met game this year. I think I'll do that. So starting right now and it's not email. I just changed my mind. The first person to correctly identified in the comments section, wherever you download Eureka Bronya correctly, I'd be correct. And you got to watch it, man, because I don't think anyone's going to get it by guessing. I got to be honest with you. I think I will find a mutually agreed upon game and I give you tickets, my seats, City Field. That seems like a good deal, right, Pete? You like that deal? 
I think it's great. It's just not the Mets Yankees game. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not Doc or Daryl's retirement. Hey, they just they just put out the promos. Is is it going to be what what nights? What were the special nights? I saw there was like four firework nights. There was a, a. Football jersey? No, not the football jersey. They got a football jersey. Yeah, they they've got a lot of different jerseys. I think I've even written it down on my okay. You want you want me to tell you the list? I got it right here. Yeah. So Monday, April 1st is rugby shirt night against the Tigers. Sunday, April 14th is the doc retirement ceremony, which I know a lot of people are like, really? You're doing this on a Sunday in April when the weather's gonna be terrible? But that's what they're doing. They're giving away a Hogwarts scarf. Which is, I think, a Harry Potter thing, right, Pete? That's I, a Harry think, Potter thing? I think so. I've never watched it, but yeah, it sounds sounds about right. A Mr. Met bobblehead in May against the Braves. A firework night in May against Arizona. The Dower retirement ceremony on a Saturday against Arizona. A Hawaiian shirt on a Saturday against the Padres. Fireworks night on a Friday against the Astros. A basketball jersey on Sunday against the Astros a soccer jersey on a Tuesday against the Nats, a Brandon Nimmo bobblehead on a Friday against the Rockies, a bucket hat on a Saturday against the Rockies. How about this? How about this one? A pickleball paddle. Oh, how about that? On a Thursday against the Braves. Fireworks night against the Braves, a Lindor bobblehead, a football jersey against the Marlins. Those are the ones I wrote down. That's what I got. And, And I think we talked about this on a previous Rico. So this is not new news if you're a diehard Rico listener. But the Mets brought attention to it recently that their Saturday games are all going to be early in the season. The Saturday games are at 140. And then later in the season, by May or so, they moved to 4 o'clock. And they did that because they put out a survey. And I think I remember talking about the survey they sent out the season ticket holders where they said start times that you prefer. And for weeknight games, they gave you like 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 8.30. I'm like, 8.30? That's crazy. Though I did just go to a basketball game that started at 8.30, so I guess it happens. But apparently a lot of people wanted those early Saturday games. I know we're all different. We're all different human beings, and we have different lifestyles, and some have kids and some don't have kids. I thought Saturday afternoon is a tough time to take your kid to the game. Because a lot of kids do activities. They do baseball. They do soccer. They do whatever it is. Like, I always found Saturday night to be easier. I know it's nighttime, but I found that always to be easier to take, especially my oldest to a Met game. But I guess I'm in the minority because most people voted upon that little survey to have the games in the afternoon. I find them. I got to tell you, Pete, I find them more difficult to go to with kids specifically. I mean, I I agree. And you have to make a choice on the weekend. Like what, what is the plan of action? Cause again, like all the activities and then to go to a game, you're tired by that point. And I'm not trying to make excuses, but here's the thing is the day part. It's like, that is the event for the day. Right. That is true. Yeah, that's true. It's look, One thing about start times, it's all about your lifestyle. It's all about what you're doing, and everybody's different. So I can't tell you there's no right answer to it. And my answer today is far different than maybe it was 10 years ago just because I'm in a different place. Like selfishly with those weeknight games, I want them to start as late as possible. Why? Because I work until 6.30. So, yeah. And so if you're out there and you work till 7, you'd probably be like, yeah, start those games late. I don't want them starting early. So – 
it's all a difference of opinion, but man, I, I can't, I can't tell you how excited I am for spring training. You know, as much as we crap on the moves and are anxious about a move that we hope they make that they probably won't make. Uh, the fact that spring training is a few weeks away is a very, very exciting thing. And when it starts, we'll be all over it. We'll be covering spring training. We'll be breaking stuff down. We'll be Ricoing all over the place. There'll be Rico. There'll be so many Ricos, you won't even know what to do with it. <laughs> but your homework assignment, ladies and gentlemen, is that our very next Rico Bronya, barring breaking news, because we always jump in with that, will be our big rewatch, Game 7 of the 2006 National League Championship Series. I look forward to talking to it with everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.